Coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Hey, look. Hey, hold on. Let me tell y'all something right quick, though. So we chilling at my partner's crib. She want to come out looking all like sexy in a little sundress with the girls all out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, hold on. We just chilling. We just chilling. Chillin'. Hey, let's, let's put a shirt on, yo. Let's put a shirt on. Hey, my nigga come to pod, bro. Perfect episode is coming. My nigga come to pod today. Ready? Born ready. It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Damn. I'm feeling good today. Y'all going to favor. Turn this up. Let's go. Bitch, it ain't even my birthday. Hey. I can ball if I hey. want to. Pull up hey. on cars if I want to. How about that bitch with that on in my jumpsuit? Hey. Just do hey. what I say hey. and I love you, okay? I get this hey, shit we ballin' on this podcast so shit that just doesn't mean it. Hey, hey, hey. Pullin' the hell. Hey. Yeah. Shout out to Keith in the building. Shout out to Mark in the building. Man, do me a favor. Tell your mama, sister, brother, cousin, turn it up, cause it's just Elders Podcast is here. We started off just like this. What's up, family? It's your boy Elders. You're tuning to the Just Elders Podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hear the airwaves. I am super excited because I'm about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say it every time, and I mean it every single time. Sometimes the intro be seeming long, boy. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, man, if you feeling the energy, it's for a reason. We got some different energy in the studio today. Hey, hey, hey. We got that young, that young energy. Hey, before we get started, man, before we get started, man, let me just thank each and every last person that tuned in last week's episode. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Uh, I love whenever we get the texts and the calls. Um, man, it was good. It was good, man. So uh, check in real fast. Brothers, brothers, how y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? Man, feeling good, man. Feeling good. Feeling good. Another day in paradise. Um, you know. Are you centered, Mark? You centered? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm actively working my way towards being back centered. It's um, an everyday process. It's an everyday process, man. Me too. It's an everyday process. So, yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to get centered, man. Y'all, y'all know how it is after a breakup, man. I was about, I was about to say, after a breakup, anything you say seems funny. Like, I'm trying to get centered. Right. You should be able to, but it sounds like. Hey, look, man. Oh! <laughs> now, after a breakup, man, you, you used to got there, you know, man. I'm living my, at my home, my shower. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like. <laughs> You used to a different shower. You used, That's a fact. You used to a different vibe. Everything changing. <laughs> Everything changes all within that, like, you know, short span of time. So you just got to readjust. Then you're trying to stand strong, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you feel like you made the right decision. Right. And, you know, good news, you know, it, it, it's not on bad terms. You, you know go, what I'm saying? There you go. Man, my, my, listen, my boy is very respectful on that last podcast, man. Very, very mature. If you have been listening to the podcast, since episode Mr. One Taco, <laughs> yeah. you know this thing could have got I, back. I growed. <laughs> I have growth. You know what I'm saying? So shout out. Uh, I mean, that's always going to be my baby, man. Shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. 
<laughs> nah, I say it's it's good to be friends, man. It's good. It's good to be in a position where you can say, you know what? Um, when there's a strong mutual attraction in the very beginning, and you like, you get a taste of something. Like we both gave each other a taste of something that we never had before, and it was delicious. And it's like, dang, I ain't even. It's a lot of other stuff I need to do too. So just kind of backing it up, maturely backing it up and saying, who knows what the future holds. So good space to be in, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I a good weekend. Have my uh, nephew with me. Shout yeah, but I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a nigga on the phone, but I was like, damn, nigga King that big, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we had a good time, man. That, that boy is smart, man. He's, he's, he's definitely smart on, a, on another level, bro. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see his development because he's a... Uh, you know how you be like, you know, your kids can be smart, right? Yeah. But then, like, your kids can also be, like, some genius level type, like, learn on their own. Right. And he's learning on his own. Like, I thought he was on his tablet bullshit and playing a game. Nah, he's practicing his letters and numbers and stuff. So. How old is he? Uh, Five. Okay. Four, four going on five. Four yeah, going okay. on five. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. when they start really telling and showing yeah. who they're going to be. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, you know. That's dope. That, that was good, you know. Super dad. And then I went out. Uh, shout out to Fathers Incorporated. Shout out to y'all. I went out to the, uh, they had a little something going on on the east side, my side of town. I pulled up on it. It was, it was a nice little vibe. Nice little vibe. Not quite like Black Man Lab. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nothing but is. No, no, nothing no. is. Yeah. But um, shout I out just, to them being back, too. Thanks. Y'all yeah. niggas ain't even been yet, man. Yeah. Y'all, y'all two nights. Nah, listen, matter of fact, me and my bro, we're going we gonna to come oh, tomorrow. That's going to be dope, I'm bro. I'm going to tomorrow, oh, too. Something going down tomorrow? That's going to be. Yeah, we cut through tomorrow, man. Yeah, I'm in there tomorrow, too. Oh, I miss church, man. Down. It's like nighttime. Nighttime. nighttime, nighttime what, what time is it? What is it? Like seven? Seven? Yeah. Seven thirty. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be good, man. I ain't going to lie, man. The energy been good. Shout out. Like, you know, I I ain't going to lie. I have this new thing. Can you know, everybody like being black, black, right? Everybody saying it's cool to be black. Cause it's cool to be black. So I've been inviting niggas to do black shit. Yeah. Like, you ain't about to just stand on that shit online. Like show me. <laughs> so I reached out, uh, Ryan, gathering spot. Uh, asked him to come speak on the panel last week. He came through. All right. He, he spoke on the panel. Right. He stayed after, kicked it with the uh, young brothers. That's gave dope. game. That's um, dope. You know, they in the process of buying some art. So he talked to some few artists, potentially about to buy some art from them. Like, it, you know, I Ryan Gathering Spot, appreciate you, bro. You know, I support you. I pay you 200 every month already. <laughs> but appreciate you for supporting me back and coming to the Black Man Lab. So, That's what's up, man. look, brothers, y'all better come in, check in. But speaking of brothers, um, today we got a very special guest. I'm not going to do the intro. I'm going to let Keith go ahead and introduce who our guest is. Hey, man, listen, first and foremost, He's on camera. Already. Come on. <laughs> so you know he different. You know he different, man. But this, this this is my little brother in age, but this is my brother. I talk about my bro in Dallas all the time, man. We uh talked about the brain surgery and everything, lifting him up in prayer. But he's here, healthy, live, looking wise, good, man. looking yeah, good, yeah, looking just like yeah. Clemmy. And this is my brother, yeah. man, Kerry, man. Give it up for six, Kerry. Six man of the year. Kerry, Kerry. Six man of the year. What up, bro? And Sarah in the building. Sarah in the building oh, too. Yeah. Sarah in the oh, building. Oh yeah, the too. fiance back there. Soon Look, got his queen. Look, you know. Soon to be white. Let me, let me tell y'all. Let, 
Look at him, look at him. Talk that talk, nigga. Talk that talk, nigga. Hey, look. Hey, hold on. Let me tell y'all something right quick, though. So we chilling at my partner's crib. She wanna come out looking all like sexy in little sundress. With the girls all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hold on. We just chilling. We just chilling. We just chilling. Hey, let's put a shirt on, yo. Let's put a shirt on. Hey, man. My nigga come to pie, bro. Perfect episode is coming to My nigga come to pie today. Just kicking it, man. We just kicking it, but hey, it's love. I, I love her. Hope you know, she ain't mad at me. Now, let her. me tell you why I love this brother, man. He came on. We set up, we ready to pie. He said, "Hey, man, y'all need to get my y'all need to get my fiance a mic." That's a fact. <laughs> hey, look, I ain't you never heard no nigga. I ain't never heard no nigga try to give his wife a mic before. But hey, y'all know we. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, look, I done had women. Up. I done had women try to leave me because I wouldn't let them on the podcast. <laughs> Had women sharing my <laughs> Hey man, I, hey when when you go through a traumatic experience like I went through this past couple months, man, and she stayed with me, bro, you just know you got a real one, man. So I really gotta give it up for. Her. It's been, I know, I know, I ain't the easiest person to deal with these past couple times because really, man, on some real shit, my brother can attest to it. I'm a real smooth easy mellow type of person right like, i don't do all that extra rah rah shit nah hell no nah. i'm gonna cool that shit down we right <laughs> yeah we're gonna be at a smooth smooth little 75 cruising <laughs> i know these last 75 couple- fast as fuck i'm gonna let y'all know <laughs> Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. We live on highway driving. We live in Texas. We live in Texas. Okay, okay, okay. Speed limit, speed limit different. Speed limit is different. Speed limit is different. Seventy-five cruising. That shit is seventy in Texas, y'all. That shit seventy. That shit ain't fifty-five, sixty out here. Nah, that shit seventy in Texas. So we doing seventy-five. Just cruising. So, man, she been holding me down, man. So whatever that woman wants, man, she gonna get, man. So so if she want, I just want to make sure I show her love, man. So if she want to hop on the mic with me, man, she gonna hop on. (laughs) That's what's up. So, but I just do want to appreciate y'all for having me, man. I'm gonna call this episode, give my wife a mic. There you go. (laughs) Hey, hey, give y'all boys a title already. There you go. Hey, they go one option. Like mark, like that, mark that, mark like that. But now, nah, man, uh, man, can you do it? Tell us what type of kid Keith was, man, growing up. <laughs> man, all right. First off, let me tell y'all. Yeah, first off, what this, type of nigga this is? This, this, the, this guy right here used to tell me I was fucking adopted. <laughs> every chance he got, every chance he got, I was, ad- I was adopted, <laughs> yo. I was adopted. Hey, he was mean. But you look just like your daddy, bro. <laughs> Nah, now we be all together. <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. I was adopted because I was just like skinny and everybody else had a little weight on them. Everybody was fat. But mind you, I, mind you, I was the biggest baby. Man, he was the I was the baby. biggest baby, but for some reason, I just I just thinned out. So, so Keith was a mean brother? Mean as fuck, man. <laughs> Hey, look, that, Keith is like if you don't know Keith's personality, that nigga, like, bro, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've been his roommate before, yeah. uh, I've been his coworker before, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Niggas do be thinking Keith mean, bro. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't want to be Keith's little brother. Or like pledge under he, Keith or he, something he, like that. He like, says I'm mean, but he know, everybody know where my source of love come from. It, it's, you know a good, it's a good spot, man. It's, it's, it's a good a, spot because but, like, he, but and he gonna hold you down because man. yes I gotta understand too when we grew up down. I was like the oldest and it my was. dad was gone it, so I was holding shit down so my pops basically left when my sister was what three yeah I think she was like three I think, yeah I think cause, cause was probably about three when pops left yeah. and Keith was about nine is going on nine okay so Kelsey's about two I'm about five six Keith's about like nine Man in the house. Basically, man. basically say that. Man of the house. Man so it was house. like, man, I, I got to kind of toughen you up for some shit. But I mean, Keith was all love, man. He, I'm up with it. I see the thing, but Keith, here's the thing about Keith. Keith does not come with an instruction manual. At all, man. At all. You got to <laughs> like, figure him yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. You got to figure And him if out. you ain't got, it takes a special type of nigga yeah. to figure him out. And if you don't, or it takes you being introduced to him by somebody that has already figured. See, I'll be able to save people around Keith. I hope so. <laughs> Look I'm going to tell you this funny ass story, man. We played <laughs> hide and go shit. seek at my grandmother's crib. <laughs> we, my grandmother told us, yo, don't hide in that closet. We ain't listen. We hide in the closet. My grandmother came upstairs. Gave me and my cousin a whooping. This motherfucker. Oh, I gotta go use the bathroom. <laughs> went downstairs. Hold like he went downstairs the whole time. Me and my cousin getting a whooping. My granny ready to give him a whooping. He's still in the bathroom. She said she better see something in the toilet. He gonna flush the toilet. She forgot to whoop the boy, so he never got whooped. But me and my cousin <laughs> got that ass mad about that shit to, to this day. day. Still ain't never got that whooped. Granny, man, never R. Get, please, never man. touch me and Kiera. Never got touched. The only two grandkids ain't never got a. The oldest and the youngest skated. That is hilarious. Skated out of there. And was the was the instigator the whole time. Like he was always the instigator, man. Like the time, like we was wrestling, I got power bombed by the by him, man. Like always the instigator, man. I remember Carrie at tall when we were wrestling. Never got and in trouble, man. He's like, I'm gonna kill him. No, <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> like, boy, man. I, hey, he, he used did. to have me heated, man. I done punch walls because of Keith. Like, I done put holes in walls because of Keith. <laughs> that shit is funny, like, man. Very funny. I could see y'all niggas growing up, bro. Man, man he, used to have, he used to have me heated, man. But So you were the sport, man. Keith wasn't a sport, man. Not at all, man. That's yeah. one thing I had over him. But Come on. Talk talk, talk on, your shit. Talk like, your shit. Real, like, I used, man, I used to give it to him on that level. But... Well, hold on. First of all, <laughs> you didn't give it to nobody. You <laughs> gave it to your peers and you played sports. That was just your thing. You know why I stopped playing basketball. You know why I stopped playing basketball? I made a team. They cut me. I was I wasn't playing no more. I wasn't playing no more. That was his excuse. But anytime he used to come outside, you but you you already know you ain't want that smoke. I athletic wise, I had you. When it comes to book smarts, bro, we know you the smartest. And I, and I, I <laughs> this hey, is a real brother. Bro, he, he, look, he giving like, us the real right now, bro. Yeah, I'm literally getting sports shit out. I'm literally getting sports shit out, but. Can't even play outside. This is when he got too bougie. I had to play inside. I need basketball shoes. I need I need the floor, the ankles. You know, outside the concrete. You know, <laughs> the I, shins. I, I'm six men. I'm six men in Clinton County. Time, I man. I can't do that, man. I stayed outside, bro. Pop bought me a gold for Christmas. I'm talking I about that hey good hook though. 
Alright, he had that little shot. Okay, look. Hey, look. Whenever a nigga hit you in the eye. Alright, alright. Alright, you had that shit. I give you that one. Even my frat brother got that man. We had that Greek basketball. I give him this little hook. You got a hook. Nigga, what? Send me in. One shot, one shot. Out. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. So it's all about that hey, good hook. Shout out Uncle Pell. Hey, good hook. That's, funny, that's what he called it. That's what he had. That's it. Because let me tell you, he used to always say, You ain't gonna never be taller than me. You ain't gonna never. Yeah, this nigga, I made this nigga tall, bro. I made this nigga tall, though. I swear, he just. He was motivated. You know, you know, if y'all know about the words of Africa, you know, power of words. Right. And the fact that he probably meditated on that every yeah. night, like, I'm gonna be tall. Because he ain't that much taller, but he's nah, taller. He's taller. All my friends are tall, man. Oh, yeah. So it's like, like me, me and all my friends was the same height at one point, and then all of them hit a growth spurt. Like, yeah, all your niggas got tall. like six three, six seven, six eight, <laughs> six four, six six two, and like I just stayed at six foot. It's like, dang. Hey, little ungrateful ass nigga. I'm, <laughs> over, here. I'm, over, here. I'm over here. I'm over here. Exactly. I'm over here. Five seven and a half. Like never to six, six, six and a half. You're playing sports. You're like six foot, and it's like I need. I need to be six three. I need to be six three, six four. I feel you. To, to go where I'm trying to go, I need to be six three. Six four. Don't point at don't point at me. Give man. me three. Give me three inches. I feel you, but damn, I never made it to six three. Either you needed that, or you needed a uh, father like Levar, uh, like Levar Ball. You needed pops to get nah, the mic. Nah, you, you, you needed a Levar Ball, no, no, or you nah, needed a richer. Nah, keep it real, bro. No, 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 no. Keep it real, bro. Because we know we know now. I would have went to an experience like high school. I stay I stay my brother Riverdale. Yeah, I got players in my county and everything. I was doing my thing, but I didn't have the exposure. Like we don't have we ain't have things, but we ain't have so YouTube. This what we talking about. We ain't have YouTube. Stay on the mic too. Oh my so, bad. So look. We ain't have YouTube and all that. So here's the thing. That's what we talking about. Um just released out. Preview came out. Uh my boy Will Smith. Man. <laughs> Yo, you gonna play it? What's going on? Everybody okay? Oh, yeah. Like, like, what's, what's, like what's going on? In the house. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. It's a little wet for practice, don't you think? Don't the girls have schoolwork to do? They do their homework. Tundi's first in her class. Lynn and Isha are too. Now I don't even mind you saying we hard on these kids. You know why? Because we are. That's our job, to keep them off these streets. You want to check on the kids? Let's check on the kids. We got future doctors and lawyers, plus a couple tennis stars in this house. The chances of achieving the kind of success that you're talking about is just very, very unlikely. Okay, you're making a mistake, but I'm gonna let you make it. Watch me hit a few balls. All right, so tell me your names again. I'm Venus. I'm Serena. So what'd you think? I wrote me a 78-page plan for their whole career before they was even born. Yeah, baby, yeah! <laughs> These girls are so great, how come I've never heard of them? They're from Compton. It's okay. They're just not used to seeing good-looking peoples like us. She's nervous. Make a step up. Maybe she ought to take a few more steps up. Just get someplace safe. I think you might just have the next Michael Jordan. Oh, no, brother man. I got me the next, too. What's the next step? You got to take. You're not gonna just be representing you. You're gonna be representing every little black girl on earth. 
They're not gonna let you down. How could you? This world ain't never had no respect for Richard Williams, but they gonna respect y'all. You gonna walk out there with your head up. You are a champion, and the whole world know it. That's gonna be good. Let me, first, before we dive into the movie, let me just say this. Cause y'all know I am a huge Will Smith fan. I still watch Like, nah, like it's deeper than that. Like Will Smith is definitely embedded in my DNA of who I am as a person. But I will tell you, me and Will Smith, I've been struggling with my Will Smith relationship. He's been doing some things and showing some things that don't reflect the greatness and the king he is to me. Damn. And um, I just want to tell Will Smith, bro, do that. Right. That what you're doing right there, just do that, bro. Yeah. Because you were going out bad on this entanglement shit. Definitely. You letting these niggas do interviews of you and your, your wife got down. Tar- See, Tupac could never. Would never. Tupac could never would act like never. this, nigga. Like, you're not going to beat Tupac in goddamn rapping. But you can beat him in doing your thing, bro. I just want to tell Will yeah, Smith. This, like, this, this is his bag. This his your bag, bag right here, bro. black men stories. Yeah, yeah. you not getting in yeah. no entanglement when you in this bag, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, side note, man. Breaking down the trailer. I just love the accent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, like because he becoming him, right? Yeah. He becoming it. Like I don't know, if, like you could pull up YouTube some of uh, Richard yeah. uh, interviews, and you can hear how he talks. So you know, I just love, I love that they pick Will Smith. Um, this is gonna be a great movie, um, especially for black men, for black fathers. Um, Carol, you just said earlier, you really didn't have the exposure. This man said he wrote a seventy-eight page plan. Before right. his daughters were even born. Right. LeVar Ball has right. all three of his sons in, the, in league. the league. Right. He said he was going to do it. Right. And if they wouldn't have messed up the plan, not him, but if they messed up the plan, they would have all been at the Lakers. You got Mikey Williams' father out here getting this man an endorsement deal. Come on, man. He's still in high school right now. So <laughs> getting paid. For millions. Getting paid. M's. So getting paid. Plural. Black fathers... You know, man, this is this is definitely your time to shine, man. Like I'm 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 excited about this movie. Me too, me too. We've been working for this day for nine long hard years. And so you be saying, Boy, we're gonna get there, we're gonna get there. And finally you get there like tonight, and you find out, wow, we don't belong here. We belong someplace else. We were all back in the ghetto. <laughs> hey, look. See, what people don't know, Richard used to be going hard, bro. See, nigga talk about, Le- you got to realize, the difference between Richard and LeVar, uh, Richard had daughters, and he didn't have social media. Right, right, right. That's the right. only difference. And he didn't have no paper. LeVar this, had a little this, paper. Yeah, yeah, LeVar had a little paper right. and a white woman. And a white woman. God dang. But uh and, Rick, and, 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 that's the reason why them boys ain't as big as they supposed to be. Exactly. Okay, cause if uh Serena them would have diluted their blood, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't be them. Hey, you see you see LeVar and his brothers. Exactly, exactly. So, so all all I'm saying is this is I I can't wait. shit. I'm pulling out a big screen on this. Revolutionary movie night. There you go. There you go. For real. But I I don't like, you know, with everything that happens, this controversy, you know who has something to say? Amanda Seals (laughs) saying, 
Why is the movie about him and not them? Listen. Like this hella documentaries about them women. This hella everything about them. This right here. See, when you talk about black fatherhood, I just came to the meeting, so I'm still hype up off of it. When you talk about black fatherhood and what black fathers are trying to do, the key thing they said of that thing the other day, they said, man, society has the most fucked up language when it comes to being a dad. Mm-hmm. You don't get, dads don't get parental rights. They get visitation rights. Right. I ain't trying to visit my kid. Right. I'm parenting my right. kid. Right. You know, I got a 78-page booklet on what I need them to be doing. But y'all don't give a fuck about that. Right. Just, so it's like, this right here just shows you that. And then I didn't know they had other sisters and shit like that. <laughs> I, hey, didn't, just, I didn't either. I didn't either. She's adopted. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. I did not know there was other siblings. Hey, hey, but look, you know what? Oh, well, one of them got killed, though, right? Yeah, one of them did. One of them got one killed, them so I didn't know that. Because they all, they all from there. You, yeah, one of them You know, I just got an idea. I'm gonna do a girl dad field trip for this movie. We're gonna blow it up. Mm, mm, we're gonna do a, go. we're gonna do a meetup with all the girl dads. And we're gonna oh, we're gonna sorry. go to this movie. Let's do there it. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna set it up. Yeah, Center like Center wanna sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say less. I just got that out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, shout out. This is gonna be a good movie. Be in the but but yeah, man, <clears throat> just going back to even what Amanda Seal said, the reason why it has to be about the father and not about the girls, because you got to talk about the blueprint if you want to rebuild. And that's what it's about. If you like the house that I built, I can talk to you about the carpet that I put on the inside all day. Mm-hmm. But if you want to rebuild this house, you got to get to the foundation of how I did it. And her father created a foundation. He created a blueprint of executing a vision for your kids. Like I was talking to somebody the other day. We were just talking about people in Atlanta that are like, influential and making it and this one name of this one brother came up and we was like you know he ain't made it yet i like if i was him i would just go have a kid come back on y'all niggas 15 years hard later hard as hell because i'm gonna win with my kids you know what i mean yeah. and at a certain point of your life your kids have to become your new vision yeah. and that's why i love my mom we were our mom's vision you know what I'm saying? My mom really invested and made sure that all of her kids were in a certain position. So at some at some point as a parent, you got to say, you know what? I have lived my life to the best of my ability. I ain't saying stop, but I'm just saying at some point my kids have to take priority and I want to execute this plan I want to see for them. That's a fact. And most people don't have a plan, but he had one. And it's evident. You see, can I ask you this too, though? So, what about them fathers that go overboard, or even mothers that go overboard and try to like make their son or daughter like a prodigy too young, and they can't handle the spotlight? <clears throat> so, I feel like it's levels to it. It is levels, to uh, it. And, I, and that's why I ask you this because we got certain like ball players who we know at certain young ages who don't make it big, and it's like where they at now. A good movie, a good movie you should watch on Amazon. Um, Prime, uh, Honey Boy. I don't know if y'all seen that. Honey Boy, it's it's like a loose story of Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, Shia. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. did. I have seen that. I have yeah. seen that. Yeah, that, that, was, that was good. That yeah. was good. Yeah, it was, that was, but that was his life. Cause his dad was kind of turned, boy. Yeah, yeah that, all, that, all the way. And, and that was his <laughs> life. That, but that was his life though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you gotta realize, as hard as his daddy went, Shia LaBeouf made it big enough 
to come back and still tell that story. Facts. As hard as Daddy but went. Is it worth it though? Because you do you think he's still in the right mind space? You know, once you cross over to being an adult, I always have a belief that like you got you. That's you it's on you now. Like you made Honey Boy. That's part of his. <clears throat> Therapy. Okay. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, speak now he to needs it, to be better. Speak to it a little bit more. I felt like I saw Honey Boy, but now. So, so it, Hunter, it's, it's just about Shia LaBeouf. Like, you know, even. He was a child right, star. Right. So, what his, is his So, Honey Boy was actually. Shia LaBeouf was playing his father gotcha. in the movie. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what was so cathartic about that's, it. And that's what I'm saying. That like, was his therapy. He literally right. got into the character of his father. So the what, was, what was his father? His dad doing was like him? a failed rodeo clown. Uh, he, like, he was a failed But his dad was an entertainer. Gotcha. Seeing his son had talent. Gotcha. And taught him. And he was giving his son the game. Now, so his dad, one of my favorite roles when they got their uh, boys and girl club mentor yeah. came to pick that nigga up to take him to the <laughs> game. He was like, hey, man, you want to stay for a little while, kick it? And then the mentor was like, yeah, I still, they was at the pool. I was saying, that nigga was cooking hot dogs, talking to him the whole time. And the dude would tell him, he like, man, yeah, your son got talent. We excited about him. Man, that nigga ended up kicking his ass, throw him in the pool. He said, man, he got a fucking daddy. He don't need you. Like, that was a little overboard. I forgot his name because the boy was always like, Roy, Roy says. He's like, man, fuck Roy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It's, you know. So was it a negative spin on it though? Like, was he saying so this was, was like, like, man, he was like basically abusing that little boy. Right. He was. That's what I figured. But trying to make him a star. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. Because, That's, because it's always boy, that line, right? Like he kind of teetered. It, well, right. Well, that on top of his dad was trying to actually raise him as well, but his mom had that. It was like a lot. Yeah, of, it, it, okay. it was it was trauma on both ends because both, both of his parents were toxic. Yeah, but his dad was at least trying to get him somewhere right. where he was not going to be able to go. And, you, and if you look at Even Stevens, that was a big show. So yeah, like, sure. and Shia LaBeouf at the time, yeah. he was like a, a big. He's a household name, bro. Yeah. Like, he still like, like, but he still is he still like Shia LaBeouf yeah. is still like a name. Like yeah. nigga, hoes, hoes put that nigga on a whole other level, bro. And then he came out with hoes. Yeah, I was like, and then he got the trans. Transformer, yeah, transformer, then an iRobot, little feature. Eagle, eagle Eye, I mean. Uh, eagle Eye, Eagle Eye. That was, yeah, that was eagle it, Eye. Eagle Eye. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Yes. But then he did his little thing recently where he was doing his motivational speaks and, and different things. Well, I know he recently he almost, he's turned up. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so but, but again, a lot of that is trauma. A lot of that shit is unaddressed trauma. Right. So let me just say this. We got a phrase that we always say. And y'all know on the podcast we be talking about words and phrases. We always say it takes wet to create diamonds. Pressure. Pressure, pressure, right? Yes, sir. Anybody that watched Joe Jackson in real time would have said that is trauma, that is abuse, get him out. Mm. But are you willing to sacrifice never receiving what Michael Jackson gave us? And that's the fi- and that's what we're talking about, that fine line. That fine is it, line. Is it yeah. too much if I make you great? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm also giving you these opportunities. Now, the other side of that is like if – I'm trying to live vicariously through you, and this ain't what you're trying to do. Because see, with Honey Boy, he was good at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he wanted to do it. His dad just happened to know how to do it, too, so it helped him. You know, you have some situations where that's not what they're that's trying to do. That's not what they want to be. And so that's what I was going to ask is like, you know, free, you got them pageants. Free them mothers, will. them pageants. Pageant exactly. Mothers, them pageant free, mothers, so it's, it's free that's will it. versus yeah. like living yeah. vicariously through your child. Yeah. Like, how, how, when do you let them make the decision of what they want to do and what they want to be in life? Well, I'll give you another example. So, one of my first roommates is Xavier Gordon. You can look him up <clears throat> right now. He's charting um, in the top 100 uh, for his jazz music. Okay. Uh, Xavier was a prodigy. 
child prodigy piano player. And I remember when we first moved together, we were leaving high school, and he was going to Gordon, Georgia State. So he was like, every day, the only reason I know jazz artists like Oscar Peterson and all of that is because that was what he was doing for his entry piece to get in. Played it, listened to it all day. And I remember we both had to play Rent 50-50. I'm out here grinding for my rent seven days a week. This motherfucker's ain't going to play for church once a week. He getting his rent paid. But if you talk, listen to him every day when he was younger, he had to play. Like, his parents gave him a skill set that he can eat off of. Like, I wish my mother would have forced me to play the piano. Mm-hmm. Like, I was in band. My mama let me quit. Yeah. Like, my mama let me quit. Mm-hmm. And now that's one less skill set. That's one less thing that I could have had to take me to the next level. I think, again, there is a healthy balance. But you as a parent, I feel like you have to decide what type of life do you want your children to live. That, And I think you also decide what type of parent do you want to be. Are you trying to be a parent or a friend? Like One thing I always respected my dad about was, you know, he said, I ain't trying to be your friend right, right now. You get grown, we could be friends. I ain't really trying to be your friend right now. That's cool. Yeah. I tell my kids the same thing because your friends are going to be doing some stupid shit, some bullshit. Right, right. Your friends on you also have some good friends too. But as your parent, I'm here to get you to that next level. I'm trying to tell you this is where I am. I, am. I put you on my shoulders. You're supposed to be taller than me. But you're not going to get there. <coughs> basic shit, right? If I made straight A's, I'm going to need y'all to make some straight A's. See, but it, I'm going to need y'all to do a little bit more as far as now I recognize my kids can draw, so we focusing on drawing, basketball, coding, shit like that. So I think that's it, too. I think it's all on your experience. I think that's what parents put out based on their experience. <laughs> Y'all seen Space Jam yet? Not yet. Because, uh, because uh, this new is, one? Yeah, the new one. Oh, yeah. You know I said that. Come on. This is what Space Jam is talking about, okay. too. It's yeah. like, ba- yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to force my kid to do this. I need to find what he likes and force him to do that. So, look, yeah. that's the whole Montessori concept, right? And if yeah. you're not familiar yeah. with it, I just went to three or four, five of them, actually, Montessori daycares. And they literally will watch your child. And if they go to the cooking section, if they're always like in the kitchen, they'll start catering to that. If they start building blocks, they'll start catering to that. If they get with the math and whatever. So it's like they they let them choose first and then they build a curriculum around the kid versus having a, you know, strict I, curriculum first. I ain't got a lot of for me, though, as far as black people, I don't think we need to do that. I feel like we've been doing that. Montessori? I yeah. disagree. I feel like we I feel should, like I feel like I feel like, like, I feel like black there, people should begin because we know what we up against and we know what we got to do. I feel like we should just start force feeding our children to a certain area and then they get to decide when they get older what they want to do. But you got this. You about to learn how to code. Well, you about to learn how to uh That's Right, but that's like middle school, high school type shit. I'm talking about like before that, like yeah. when they first getting started. You get to really. I'm understand talking about when you first getting started. You need our kids should already know. Like, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna show you prime example. Just watch my little sister, baby. My little sister Winnie. That motherfucker gonna be speaking five languages before eighteen. What? I'm telling you. I'm, I'm just telling you now because she one she lived in China. She watched how they did it. And she is just an advocate for that. That's mm-hmm. I just feel like it's some you're not gonna understand the importance of this right now. You might get mad at me right now, mm-hmm. but later you're gonna thank me. Like, like, like damn, like damn, nigga, I know five languages. Mm-hmm. Right. My friends only know one. 
And yeah, I couldn't go to the fucking party. Fuck that party. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that other shit. Like, but I'm now an adult and I can write my own ticket. I feel like there's a level of force feeding we have to do our kids right now to get them to go to a level that we couldn't go to. Cause think about, bro. Come on, bro. No, I like. I like. You, what you waking saying. up every morning at five. Imagine if your four. daddy would have four. Imagine if your daddy, <laughs> your mama, exactly right. Imagine if your daddy, your mama would have said, "Fuck them uh, early morning cartoons." Now, nah, nigga, you in front of this computer. No, no, no. I fuck with what you're saying. Like, I think that. Those are two different things because what you're saying is absolutely correct. We should have them core things, especially where we go into science, maths, and things like that. But we have been in a box for a long ass time. Like we basing these kids like, you know, aptitude and if they're smart based off these tests that these little black boys don't even need to be taken in the first place. You putting them in a in a chair all day so they can sit down and take tests. That ain't what they want to be I don't, doing. I don't think we've been well, doing I, that. I don't think we've been. That's what the school system no, is, the bro. school system been doing that, but black people, we literally been letting our kid pick up their basketball, you're going to play basketball. You pick up their football, you're going to play. Oh, that oh, boy okay. know how to dance. Okay, so so this so in, in, in this course, now I, see the, I, now I see what you're talking about. Yeah. What you're saying on the Montessori level, that's at a young age. Right. I think what else was just saying, once it translates to older, you start noticing, like, prime example, I got a son and a daughter. Right. I would never have thought my daughter would be the one to be playing basketball and my son be the one to be coding. And that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? That oh, now sense. he's skateboarding too. But, like, I threw the basketball in his hand. He played, but he didn't grasp to right, it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Versus my daughter grasped to hey. it. And I, I, I live by it's Jordan Peterson. I said it on here before. But he has this rule, 12 rules of life. And one of his rules is, do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. And I think that's a good rule to live by. Uh, okay. Like, like how you saying yeah. you want your kid to do that? Because you know that's home. And you want your kid to do that? That's just gonna. What make. would make you dislike your kid? Oh, your kid, you, your kid can do some shit and make you dislike your kid. Yeah, no, no. I just want to. I'm asking y'all as fuck parents. What would make me they said, dislike they said, my kid? Do kids. not let your children do things. I think that if my kid ends up being like some type of gay. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> if you got HIV, if you in the house now, you got HIV, and you know you got HIV, and you ain't sucking no dick out of <laughs> Make sure y'all know who voice is that, bro. Oh, now I think if my we about to go there next. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if my kid was just like a corny person, if like they ne- they didn't stick to no type of code, they ain't had no respect, they ain't have no like you know. <laughs> like the episode of Martin when the parents was on stage and the parents was cool. Yeah, and the kids was lame yeah, as fuck. Yeah, yeah, that type of shit. Like it's like dog. Like if you ain't getting no type of respect from nobody, bro. Like come on now, like. That's not carrying our legacy the way they're supposed to be carried. I, I, yeah, I think I think it's rare that that happens. It only really happens if you're not influencing your kids. Exactly. Because like if you aren't doing it, right. somebody else is. That's period. A yeah. That's a fact. Where are they? Where, yeah. Where are they learning? Like, they have. Where's your man? Like at? Who's, yeah. who's teaching your kids? That's manners? a fact. That's a fact. That's so. just like going back to when you're young and you're taught to say yes, ma'am, no, sir, yes, sir. Right. And things like that. But so then they, some people don't believe in that. Some yeah, people. This is because like, exactly. Here's the philosophy, right? Like you're not raising kids to be good kids you're raising good kids to be great adults like mm-hmm. the, the idea of having a kid in a kid mindset the whole time the whole way up i don't think it's a, a it's, good it's not method. healthy yeah, you well, got to raise them to be functioning adults yeah like. I, I do like that uh the asian model kind of like the montessori model where like yeah. they they treat them like little adults That's it. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but you I ain't baby still... talk my little girl i mean and i know this on a small it scale happens. but it's like it's dog not, I, I ain't like we we treat her like 
yo, you're not gonna be you're gonna be a kid way less time than you'll be an adult. So I want to get you. That's why I be hating when somebody like. using a little baby talk, man. Yeah, nah, Don't man. do that yeah, baby we talk. talk. Yeah, we talked to our son straight. Exactly. And yeah, my daughter's one got like five, six clear words. Exactly. Bro. Like anybody like and their mama can hear that. Talk to the baby, yeah, man. Like, but that, but I do live by that rule. So, like, off of that rule, you're right. If you want her to be Montessori, do that. Else, if you want your kid to go that way, because I do believe you know your kid too, right? right? right. And like, I mean, my brother's here, so we we could talk about growing up. Like, my dad saw what I was into, but he never really had to make me do too much schoolwork type shit. I mean, I got my own school. I drove myself to college, right? You know what I'm saying? Versus my brother, he was hooping. But he needed somebody to remind him, like, hey, get a little bit more focused on this work. Not to say that he didn't do good in school because my brother wasn't no dummy. He did A's and B's. But he needed somebody to be like, just remind you, hey, the work is over here. And my sister, she's the same way too. Like, she actually needs somebody to help her study when she had things she needed to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody learns different. Right. You know your kid, you know they learn different. Right, right. I just know this because I used to help them with their work. But I know for sure my dad didn't. You know what I'm saying? My mom tried, but she was busy. But if they were just a little bit more in tune, you can kind of notice some of these things for yourself. And I think that's what, like, we try to make it for as parents. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? We see the mistakes of our parents. We try to correct that's them. That's a fact. And it's, a, and it's information age. My my dad, he loved coming to Black Man Lab because he always learned something. He's like, damn, I, I did not know. When I sent you and Carrie to college, I was supposed to make sure y'all still was making good grades. I thought you eighteen, you go to school, then you're done. He ain't know that. He ain't know. But if he did, I bet you that's what's wrong with us as a society. We just send our he eighteen get out of my house. Right. Yeah, I will say I will say suffer what will happen to them too. Though I will say exactly. That's all they know. And you got to realize a lot of times that happened is because. There were so many children in yep. the house. And it was necessary. And that was like, that's fact. That is. You need facts. to go make some money to come help support this house. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I or can't you, get, or you need or to get, out. get out so I don't got to support you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that stuff was out of necessity. Yeah, you know what I mean? That is true. So we wasn't set up. So go live with your grandma down south to get you a little time. Right. Go live with your uncle up here. That's I fact. need some. Yeah. yeah. So for me, you know, you know, if I'm ever blessed with the opportunity to bear or have children in this world, like, my kids don't. One, I'm because I moved out at 17. You know what I'm saying? And I should have never moved out at 17. But I moved out because my parents forced me to be so independent. I wanted to show them niggas. I wasn't scared to show them niggas. Mm-hmm. I could do it on my own. You know, I'm paying $100 a week to live in my house in high school. So I'm a senior in high school paying $100 a week to live at home. So, you know, I'm smelling myself. I'm like, shit. I can get an apartment where I only got to pay three hundred more dollars. Right. Country turn smelling yourself means that you're getting older and you think you're grown. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, a friend of my dad said that. And I was like, hell yeah, smelling myself. Now, now, high sight, my dumb ass met some people that I didn't know I was gonna meet when I moved out. Man, it's the nigga that enjoyed the power. That nigga came over every month. Every month. <laughs> like, this, this nigga got that. <laughs> Don't meet him. <laughs> Don't play And look, and then that nigga energy would change every month, too. <laughs> like, some months he got big energy, boy. <laughs> that nigga. So, I didn't know. I didn't know. But that was just me in my private way. So, like, and I think, again, I was just saying earlier, you give your kids what you got based off your experiences. One thing that my mom, her biggest thing, she was a teen mother. She got pregnant when she was 15 with my mm-hmm. big sister. Damn. 
her biggest thing was she never wanted wanted her daughters to be teen. So I remember growing up, my mom would randomly uh, piss test my sisters. Like, literally, she would threaten me and my brother, if you get a girl pregnant, I'm going to put you on child support. Like, my mama was, like, not playing about that teen pregnancy shit because that was her experience. So you going to give her that. Keith was a naturally smart nigga. So I see this nigga be watching a kid like, nah, nah. Get the, I be watching baby girl. He be like, nah, this won't work. <laughs> Put that phone down. Time to do some work. You know what I mean? Let's get to uh, the baby, man. Oh, Lord. All right. I text, I text you the uh, official comments in the thing, what he said, because he apologized too. So for the who knows the story story. I actually do. And I, I, I had well, Mark, a photo tell us, shoot. Tell us what happened, Mark. I had a photo shoot with some um some guys in the in the LGBT community and I asked them their opinion on Uh-oh. it too. So, All right. Right. so Mark got the real got, scoop. I know, you got it. Yeah. We call this the T. No, no, no. We ain't gonna call it the T if I'm saying it. Nigga. This the uh this the um it was something else. The energy drink need a yeah, red bull. Yeah, it's something else. It's something else. I ain't spilling no tea, goddamn. It's the Jack. But nah, so nah, this the Woodford. This the this the uh, this the uh, uh, Manhattan Woodford. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Oh man. So, alright, from the beginning, for people that don't know, it's gonna sound choppy because I don't know all the details. But the baby was in a concert, Rolling Loud, Miami. I think it was last weekend. Yep. And he was making some comments trying to hype the crowd up. Yeah. It's like one of them things where it's like, yo, if you got more than five dollars you in your pocket, your put, put your hand up. up. You got twenty dollars up here, put you, your hand you up. You came in with your best friend, put your hand like so, it was one of them. So like, I was like, and I knew what he was trying to do. I was like, bro, that just was random as fuck. Right, right. Cause then cause then he got into it and his comments were, and you know, this is um in quotes right here. Here you go. I got, a, I got uh, it right here. All right. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me sit to him. Right, right. If you do a show today with HIV or any of them deadly sexually transmitted disease that make you die in two or three weeks, then put your cell phone line in the air. And then this is exactly how it sounded. Ladies, if your pussy smells like water, but put a cell phone line in the air. <laughs> Fellas. If you ain't sucking a nigga dick in the parking lot, put some cell phone lights in the air. Keep it fucking real. Some of y'all niggas suspect. That was the one that got him. That was the one that got him. Bro, like, like, like this shit don't even rhyme, bro. Like, you pretty talented as a rapper. (laughs) No, that shit made no there was a lot of there was a lot of routes that can he could have went with that. He just decided to go there. That nigga said, bro, like. If you had two pieces of pussy in your pocket right now, put your hands up. Poor choice. Poor choice. Poor choice. Yeah, it was a very bad choice. So, if you wipe your forehead with tissue this morning, put your hands up. Bro, you could have went anywhere with that shit. I will try to shoot him some bail because he did say there was a dude like in the crowd, like that was in front that he was like basically talking to that had like something short on. So I will try to shoot him some bail. If y'all, if y'all taking well, the bail or not, nah, nigga. First know. of all, if first of all, that nigga paying you to be there. Yeah. Okay. Y'all ain't yeah. You can't bail. talk shit about y'all the nigga that's paying your bills, bro. Like that's that's why you well, get, and, that's why you we're here. Well, the baby did say that in part where he was apologizing. He was like, "Look, he I apologized. Also, I should I was, apologize." Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm reading. And I want to I want to say something about the apology. So he's he's like, "I'm at a live show." So also like what I'm doing at a live show. Y'all niggas just seen the recording. Like my brother said. Maybe he did see somebody with some shirt he talking to, whatever. It was random as right. fuck. But his apology says, um, 
If anybody done ever now, nah. <laughs> if anybody who done ever been affected by AIDS or HIV, you got the right to be upset. What I said was insensitive, even though I have no intentions of offending anybody. So my apologies. Uh, he wrote, though not, <laughs> but the LGBT community, I ain't tripping on y'all. Do you? Y'all business is y'all business. But I ain't apologizing for that shit. And he said something else too, though. He said he said my fans, because this is with the the folks that I oh, spoke yeah. to. He said my fans is the is, if they gay, they're the classy gay. And they ain't got the HIV. And now it's another piece. Like, see, I feel like they just was trying to find because he was saying a so, lot of shit, and it was well, like, well, so as as a prevention specialist, there's um, only five fluids. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> And HIV Ke- common, Ke- bro. Ke- Kefa, a uh, prevention specialist too. Yeah, yeah. So, HIV is common, bro. So, it's not so, that uncommon. So I'm just saying, it's pretty common. Those were ignorant big. statements. Yeah, very, very ignorant. Because you can, like, you live healthy, natural lives. Absolutely. With HIV, so it one it was one it didn't rhyme, bro. It was just stupid. Like, let me just put that out there. Yeah. Let's one it was stupid. Yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, the infamous Ti trying to come well, to make well, 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 hold on too because also to couple all of this, he brought Tory Lanez out. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. see right. that's and that was right after Meg left the stage, and, and they right. said he could have been in violation of his restraining order, which, which was is like still under investigation. It's th- exactly because they don't yeah, know how far yeah, away yeah. she was. So and even though it don't matter if it was a bag or not, Tory can't be in the same space. He ain't he, he get banged up on that. Yeah. No man. Let me tell you, Tory Lanez rapping, doing freestyles, talking about fuck your feet. Yeah, but they, know they, 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 Tory Lanez know something that they, we don't they, know. They, they, they're they're gaslighting black women, so don't think they finna do anything for Meg. Because if they was, they would have been got Tory ass. Would have been start this uh, court case. It the, might not. Tory might not have done anything because of the amount of time that's happened, and because everybody who he seemed to talk to, like all of his industry homies, they all are on his side. Or it's like, okay, let's release this video. Okay, let's do this song. So if it's like all these stand up, so called stand up folks and stand up niggas that we know. Hearing him out clearly, you mean like, and still rocking with him. You mean like the baby? Well, like yeah, there we go. So the the baby is one of them. Like I feel like the baby, even with just your decent relationship with Meg, if you thought that this man Tory shot her and y'all had already done the song, did done the video, I still would have said don't release it, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like no, I see, I see, goddamn, I see the baby, I see them kicking it, and the baby like man, well, man, you really shoot that bitch. These niggas are young, bro. These some young niggas. Young niggas. Yeah. Imagine, like, when I look at the niggas like the baby and Tori, I think about my little cousin on the little bro episode with yeah. money. Yeah. That's the yeah, intellect that's Tor- that I'm looking Tor- at. A little Tor- different, though. Money. It's a little different. They just they got teams around them. They got niggas bro, around teams them. teams that bro. don't give a fuck. See, uh, except what, what, the bottom what, line what, of what, money. One thing about it, and, and that's a true statement, because we talk, check out uh, That's Law Podcast, episode three. Uh, yep. FBI really shiesty. We talked about that. But um, I will say, Look. I will say with the baby, uh, he's been through a lot of shit to me, too. Like, he's been yeah. shot niggas, killed yeah. niggas, got away with a lot of... See, one thing about this society we live in, as a black man, you're not gonna get away with too much shit. And he's been too like, much shit, right? Yeah. Especially he's, when you go touch that community. And the community, once again, so coming from some of the guys that oh, are yeah, in that so community, yeah, I want, I want to they say. said that they could excuse what he said at the concert. It was like he was just in the moment; he probably was drinking, whatever. He they could excuse it. He said Fact, they, they were more too. They like, were more upset with leave the it alone, apology. Leave it alone. Yeah, leave they were more upset with the apology. They was like, bro, this is the most ignorant shit you could say about. 
yeah, who you think has. Shit, I feel yeah. and, I, and as you was about to say, Ti, I feel like Ti should is like oh, left yeah. that shit so, alone. So what's up, Ti? So he a dumbass. <laughs> like yeah, I keep, yeah, I keep trying to tell y'all. Ti has been a lot crew, so he had a lot going. Bro, first of all, Ti wants to be like Jay Z, but he don't know how to do it. That's a fact. That's all. Watch Ti. He didn't start wearing suits to Jay start wearing suits. You know what I'm saying? The nigga didn't start getting on that family man shit to Jay and Beyonce start being heavy on that couple shit. Well, you know they used to call T.I. the Jay-Z of the South. So the issue is Jay-Z is a nigga that don't give a fuck about black people and he can alienate himself from that community completely. T.I. got too much real nigga in him if we want to have a real conversation. Mm -hmm. So T.I. still in the streets. He's still in the hood. He's still trying to kick it. So Jay-Z would have never Spoke on that shit. Right. Ever. And Tip got valid points. Tip and, got valid points too. What, what, but he, what was his point? I, I don't even I ain't even listen to the shit. I just Tip seen just that nigga let like him, Tip just said let him get off, man. Like Tip, in a Tip, roundabout Tip, way. Tip, just let let him get off. Y'all don't say I, nothing about he brought up Lil Nas. Yeah, That's I seen I seen Tip say, Y'all let famous people just how they famous, y'all want to talk about them, hold them. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, yeah, you fucking famous. Right. That's what pissed me off about famous niggas now. Like, you get on, you beg us. To follow you, you beg us to make you be. You beg us to fucking blow you up. Yeah. Then you say, "Huh, I don't want to be bothered in public." It's too much. Huh? It's too- man, you beg for this shit. Yeah. You ask for it. Like I'm, I'm I, just. I bet that money you spending ain't too much. No, that's what I'm saying. So like niggas like Ti, bro. I just be wanting a nigga to sh- send in. Then little Boosie came out. You know, I just expect that nigga to be ignorant. Okay, I I, I see I see what he's saying. Ti, this is the line. He says, um, we have we have stopped up we have stopped up on y'all but was stomped they spelled it wrong. Have stomped up on your behalf for gays and lesbians and people in the gay community because we thought it was just, just some bullshit for y'all to have to be bullied. But I don't think any of us did that to feel like y'all would have the authority to come bully us. So I mean he's trying to mix in some of that, you know, black people stomp for gay people, but now you gay people think y'all finna just come and bully us and stop us from saying Whatever the fuck we want to say, like it's the First Amendment, right? Yeah. And it's like, man, like you can't. Things are not physically harming to to people when they're just spoken. And everybody that shouldn't have to be. Once again, it goes back to a conversation I think we had a long time ago. It's like I'm coming in this room and there's seventeen hundred different genders now, and that's no disrespect. I just don't know the real number. But it's like, why do I need to? Not why. I don't think I should have to educate myself first on how to approach you before I talk to you. If what I know is what I know. Or oh, really? Well, how, how, how could I, how, how would I, how would I, how would even, I know? even possibly like, know that you identify you well, well, with something else? It's, 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 a, it's a twofold thing because on that, on, just on a general note, as a highly, if you want to be an effective person, you know, you seek understanding to be understood. That's just in general. But all those extra because we, we was a prevention specialist, man. They had like a list of like 15 different terms you'd be identified exactly. with. I feel like ultimately it all boils down to people are caring too much about what other people are doing privately, right? And if they're doing something privately, those people are, are if you're not okay with what you're doing personally, a hit dog hollers. So now mm-hmm. you want to keep defending and standing up for yourself. One of the best people I like is uh, Flame Monroe. When she's t- when he, she, we, that's what she calls herself. Talks about this whole thing. She's like, look, it's all about if you like dick, 
Or if you like pussy. Or if you like both. Period. And that's it. And whatever you do, you do that behind your doors. And if you're offended by what somebody says about it, if you haven't came to terms yourself with this right. shit, yeah, you don't feel some type of... It's like me, right? Everybody know I got multiple kids, right? If I wasn't secure in that, and anytime somebody would say something like, well, sh- you know, these, these niggas out here fucked up. All these kids, all these baby moms. I be I be running them. What y'all talking about? Who? What you? Right. Nigga, I don't say shit. And like, it's but it's like, what if we gave you a name? What if we just started calling you uh, a, a a name based off of what we've always known? What if we just calling you baby dad? They do, yeah, baby, baby dad. But if it's it's like a, it's kind of like the nigga term. It's always funny when nigga, cause niggas got stereotypes about niggas like Keith. So when niggas find out yeah, Keith got, got three kids, three, three baby mamas, <laughs> they be like, hold on, intelligent yeah. niggas do that? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah, everybody got, no, no, when you hear three kids, three baby mamas, you do not think you of a Keith. So it's it's so funny every time I see a nigga find out. A and, and I like how niggas justify a formula. They be like, well, well Keith's different. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I try, nah, I try to justify like, him, but I'm like, nah, my brother got three different baby moms. Yeah, I mean, Ooh, this nigga pull out gay trash. Like, <laughs> pull, pull out gay trash. Extremely um, fertile. Extremely fertile. Um, Lover of children. Lo- well, well, you know, I, I, Father I told, of I, dragons. I, I told, I told everybody what happened. <laughs> Father <laughs> of dragons. <laughs> and I know Game of Thrones now. But, but I told everybody what happened. Like, bro, I had a near death experience. I was in a coma. I bust my head open in the right. car. I still had a coma. So, like, I was on some, like, I was on some surreal shit. Like, I mean, I, I flunked clap, man. That whole year after that accident, it's like it didn't happen. I had to go down to the uh, academic probation people. They erased that whole year. Hmm. I, I got to retake my classes and everything. But, like, that whole year, I was, that's another pile for another day. Well, but I was going crazy. Yeah. I, I could have had goddamn five kids. <laughs> Damn, damn, damn. Hey, look, Mike do <laughs> This your daddy. <laughs> just wait, look, they just wait for the perfect time. Right thing. Right, hey, look, right, pie right, pop off. Rub that check here. <laughs> hey, come take these tests. Don't do hey, that. Hey, you know they send it nah. to you. You're liable to take them, boy. No, nah, no, nah, I, I know I'm good out there. I ain't going to lie. I, that, for me, that would be the perfect situation, man. This whole time I'm thinking I ain't got no kids yeah. and the shot of you got them pop up and that motherfucker get the right 10, 11, 8. I'm like, oh my God, baby. I only got to take a 10. This pr- you, get him, you get them at 10? I'm like, fifth grade or sixth grade? You bruh, get, you get oh my God. That would be the perfect scenario if a girl has been holding back my child. If my child is out there and he's about to be 10, relax, bring this motherfucker relax, right now. Relax, relax, Me and this bro. nigga is about to go in, bruh. Like, Damn, boy. Hey, look, I don't even need a DNA test. I'm going to know if he mind. It's a few tests. It's a few tests. No, and you look, you from the country too, so your mama got the discerning spirit. Man, look, how my grandmama did my son. Look, look. He, he looked, she looked at me, she said, That's like, I like, granny, I listen, this is a girl I was dealing with, but I don't really don't know. She said, Boy, you know. <laughs> she hit you with them. Oh, is that, is that Claire, Claire, you know, Claire? Yeah, yeah. Boy, you know. Boy, you know. Like, damn. Damn. Nigga, you knew. Yeah, man, yeah, shit. Yeah, like, but I ain't gonna lie, that'll oh, be that, that, uh, that, uh, uh, Big Daddy to Adam Sandler. Oh, man. That, that's the type of out there reveal I want. I'm like, oh, this my son like that? I'm like, oh, shit. Man. Nigga, they appreciate for holding it down. Like, right. <laughs> but yeah, man, but, but on the baby, the squirrel. Uh, 
I, I think I, I just really think you just trying to take the man down. And it's not that big of a fucking deal. Like I work that to me it's so much You said that, take him down? No, they they're, they're trying to take him oh, down. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, to, it's know, it's they're they're cancel them out and shit. It's, it's one of those things where like they America needs a boogeyman at all fucking times. And with Trump being gone, with they don't want to address anything that's really at hand. So any little bullshit, like what the fuck is Elton John and Madonna doing talking about it? Like, like first of all, what the fuck? Like Elton John, okay, but Madonna, you know what I'm saying? Well, both of them. I don't don't even, I don't even want either one of them talking. Like, first of all. What we gotta do, we gotta get better. Drake and Josh is still on TV, and that motherfucker is a convicted pedophile. Right, and that shit's on all streaming platforms. So, so what we gotta do is we gotta start making a decision: either we family or we not. Right, you know what I'm saying? So on one end, oh, we need support each other. On the other end, we publicly dragging in front in front of all these folks. So quick to do it. So I'm like, either we gonna start figuring out a way that we gonna publicly address stuff and bring stuff down, like. But they don't do that. They don't jump on our witch hunts. When we be trying to witch hunt these white folk, they do not join it, bro. Them white folk be quiet as hell. Elton John ain't said shit about Weinstein. Madonna ain't said shit about Weinstein. None of these motherfuckers. So, so when we start a witch hunt for our people, them motherfuckers will join us. But when we try to go go for their people, they quiet as hell. It's crickets. So all I'm saying is, I'm not... Nobody's saying we don't need accountability. Accountability is what we definitely need to get. Mm-hmm. But uh, y'all niggas need to quit uh, letting these folk hype y'all ass up. And that's and that's all this shit always is, man. It's always the hype hype beast. Yeah, you, always... you ain't mad for real you because I got some shit for you to really be mad exactly. at. But y'all don't want to be mad at these white folk, <laughs> so, so, nigga. If you if you want to be mad, let me prioritize your anger. <laughs> Let's <laughs> let's write down everything we should be mad at, and let's see how far this little baby fall on the list. The baby, the baby. Uh, the, yeah, the baby. I'm pretty sure this nigga ain't gonna be top fifty. If you want to talk about what we really got, because I'm about. still trying to figure out how Lil Nas X became a part of his art. Because I didn't hear the baby say nothing about Lil Nas. I want. I think I can tell you that too. What happened? You, you know about it? No, I thought. So they said that you know, yeah. Basically, he was saying y'all getting on me about saying what I said, but y'all let Lil Nas X perform naked in in front of charity, in front of kids, and stuff like that, and don't say anything about him. There was like at least be balanced because oh, yeah, these are yeah. two extremes that we're talking about, and neither yeah. one of us are balanced. And I like, think he said about kissing a dude too, right? And I mean, those are things that we we gotta actually really talk about. It's like yeah. I think Tip said it the wrong way, or Boosie said it the wrong. He he was like, "Yo, you got don't kids cut a dick to, off, don't, don't cut a dick off, he was like, don't yeah, cut a yeah, dick off." He was like, nah, he, he said, "Nah, you got." Kids, this is what he said. This is what he said. Don't do it. He said, You got kids trying to be straight out here. And like, that's when it got a lot of like uproar on the internet. But it's like, dog, like, not trying to be straight, but also not trying to have their mind tainted. Let them decide what they're going to decide. Like, we've always decided what we're going to decide, but don't be throwing this gay shit in front of everybody's face because that's not what everybody wants to see. I don't think there should be heterosexual shit for uh, sex for, for kids either. Like, let that shit just let these kids mature, man. Like, Quit throwing it in front of me. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's been time well spent, though. I we agree, can talk about man. this shit all day. But that is a male, <laughs> a twelve-year-old. At twelve, they don't even know. They don't even know what their next meal gonna be. They don't. They don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything, at sixteen and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you gonna? Like, bro, that's, <laughs> it's, it's, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. <laughs> like, bro, 
Let me check. But can, can <laughs> we have no, 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 can we have a real talking about Boosie? Can we have a real Can we have a real conversation? Nah, but look, can we have a real conversation? Like this man was really like if you listen to it, he said, Look, bro, you can be like gay, let him be gay, but don't cut his dick off, man. He was, so he was, he was really concerned, he was bro. Concerned, like, bro, bro, that, bro. that was some hood. But but he was so he don't really understand what's happening. Yeah, so like that was like some that, real bro. hood nigga concern no, that, shit. This is what's going on. This is what we're trying to tell people. It's hood niggas out here who don't know the full spectrum of the conversation. Facts, when man. you say that, right. all they know is Y'all finna cut this. No, <laughs> man. Nah. Listen, you can be gay. Can, can, look, you can be gay. Lil Boozy saying, look, look, man, he might just be like this right now. But when he's 16, he gonna meet somebody. Man, he ain't got you a right. dick. Don't cut a dick off, man. <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. Like, this you're nigga right. was really... <laughs> folk got mad at him, but I heard real concern. I mean, if you, see, was, you see the video, bro. Yeah. No, but if you see the video, he, he like, he's about to tear up. Like... Like he ignorant, he, it's it's ignorance in the concern. But like, because no, if he was smirking at all, I would have been like, "Oh, he joking." Yeah, but, but he, he was he dead. Was dead. Yeah, yeah, and and folks gotta realize, voice, at root, black people are conservative, and they care at, about each at other. At root, black and people are conservative, and we care. And the nigga was not trying to be offensive. The nigga was not trying to be offensive. Like, Boy, the, you hell, you hell for playing that. Man. <laughs> and when I say that, when I say that, I mean he's crazy. Like he, he's just like he ain't have to play. He, he, he's crazy for playing that, y'all. I don't mean that in like a bad way. I'm joking. I'm like, so uh, man, we, we about to wrap up, man. Look, big bro, big little bro. Hey, man, six man of the year. Do y'all feel like Shakira was wrong for, playing, for saying that? Do y'all miss me in her tweet? At the nah, Jamaican sweep, at the Jamaican sweep, but hey, y'all know it was gonna it was gonna be like that. No, everybody know that. Hey. Nobody know that. No, nobody don't know. Nobody, nobody didn't know that. You don't know. Like, see, this is what you gotta do. Look at the time of the top three. Look at their time. Look at her last run time. And if it's a second off, up whether it's faster or slower, it would have been all performance. Cause the day of, I don't care if you are faster. The day of, your stomach hurt, you are gonna run slower. Your mind in a different place, you're going to run slow. So like, she, so she could have got number one? She could have got first? Yes, bro. Like, she wouldn't have been invited if she couldn't have been number one. She wouldn't have been invited. You know, so. Hey, that 10 6 one was crazy. So, my thing is, Jamaica always been killing it, but, but ain't nothing faster than a shoulder from the trap, bro. They're trying to get out. Nah, I, I feel you. And, <laughs> ain't nothing. And, you know, everybody's been talking. You know, I'm in Texas now, so a lot of people, they've been. I'm on my timeline, it's it's all about it, bro. So but I feel man, look, man, it, it was a pleasure to meet you, man. Like, man, you beat me. I've seen you a couple times. Nah, man, like, on the pod, man. <laughs> oh, to get oh, away my to bad, see. my <laughs> bad. Hey, man, this is all love. Seventy-five man. miles per hour. Boy. <laughs> I'm screwed. Fast as hell. <laughs> hey, they, they do it. They do it big down there, man. Um, man, Mark, you got anything you want to say on the air? I got a, I got something for the brother in a second, but you got. Uh nah man I nah I don't have nothing else man I you know don't do it don't yeah don't do it don't, do it, <laughs> don't, 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 don't cancel don't cancel the baby off of that man just let things ride out man and you know everybody let's work on not being that sensitive anymore and just be confident in yourself and be and be okay with what you're doing that's what I got yeah what you got kid. Final decisions yet. Don't cut his fucking dick off the way, bro. You fucking tripping, dog.
You tripping, dog. Hey, man. You tripping. <laughs> this is a good pod, man. Yeah, it's definitely I'm, good. I'm glad my bro came through, man. Definitely edit some of this shit out. But <laughs> it was a good pod. Now, you know, all I want to say, man, to everybody out there, one, you know. Oh, we we got you. We got another pod, man. We, got, we, got, we, we do this. We, we need content, man. <laughs> my, my boy got testimony, bro. I love it. Um, oh, oh, yeah. We get to stay a couple more days. I'm about to come back. Yeah, yeah. So, I will say this, man. You know, to, to everybody out there, man. Speak your truth, right? But at the same time, um, use words. I feel like our words, especially during these times, should be used to inspire uplift and motivate our people if you do that you're gonna stay out of all trouble you know what i'm saying you're gonna stay out of all trouble man shout out to all the black fathers out there man shout out to keith and mark um, shout out to will smith getting back in his bag because gemini man did not do it i was not feeling it so i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad will smith come back in his bag jada you better got there and get right Quit playing with my nigga, bro. If I hear one more goddamn poem about <laughs> a with Tupac that you don't store in your fucking closet, I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, uh-uh. but you know, bit bro. You know, I just wanna, I wanna roll out with this song, man. I just wanna know when you tell me what you think, bro. You know what I'm saying? You just see, um, how you vibing. I love y'all. I need y'all. Most importantly. I can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Just As A Podcast. Turn me up. Don't be fucking with my niggas. Yeah. Don't be fucking with my fam. Right. Don't be fucking with my people. Yeah. Get your ass hit with the blam. Yeah. Don't be fucking with my niggas. Yeah. Don't be fucking with my fam. Yeah. Don't be fucking with my people. Yeah. Get your ass hit with the blam. Yeah. Click, clack, get back. Ladies, niggas on their back. back. I ain't even talking smack. Shit. Hell yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah. Don't fuck with my brother. Yeah. Don't talk to my sister. If you fucking with my mother, you'll get hit with the blam. Yeah, I'm talking about gas. Yeah, I'm talking about gas.